In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Well, hello, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles. Hey, it's the Blonde Bob Show. I don't know where Ron is, but here we are all together once again. (laughs) Um, Tonight on our show, we're going to be having two haunted lighthouses from St. Augustine and Pensacola, Florida, which have also been featured on episodes of Ghost Hunters. Ron, are you with us yet? All right, we're working on getting Ron on the line. And uh, hmm, does anybody have any anything interesting <laughs> that okay. they'd like to chat with me about? Hey, what the hell was that? Where did you go? I don't Man, know. I got hung out to dry here. <laughs> yeah, I told you not to mess with me. Hey, there you hey. put me on the spot and made me babble. So, did you do the intro? Uh, no. <laughs> good. Very good. I could not even hope All right, welcome to, do to Ghost that Chronicles, intro. uh, Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick. She's Ian Carrigan, and let the show begin. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, anyways, do you believe in, believe in direct, in, uh, vampires? No. No? Nope. Don't. Really? Nope. Totally don't. Hmm. It's a made up movie thing. Well, actually, I was reading this article. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Baby Dracula. Okay. Yes, it says, is baby Kyle Tobin a vampire? That is the question many of the sitting citizens of Dusseldorf, Germany, have been asking since Igna Tobin gave birth to the child. Pregnant oh. Igna- Hey, you know, I just read them sort of, kind of. Okay. Pregnant... Pregnant Inga was bitten by a bat, and yeah. since yeah, when she was pregnant, okay, and since the birth of the infant, uh, the it seems like they need more and more blood transfusions. Physicians say that there is nothing more than an infection caused by the bat bite, but others are not quite sure. Many believe the child is cursed, but Igna says the baby is mine. And nothing, not even an evil curse will take him away from me. 
<laughs> Vampire watchers have gathered around the hospital where the child is being treated, and some witnesses swear that the blood-hungry infant resembles a vampire with pointed ears and fangs. <laughs> Defending her newborn, Igna, or Igna, whatever the heck her name is, Inga. says, Inga. my parents say there's something wicked about him, but he's not a vampire. He's a darling boy. Yes. But, you know, to just be on the safe side, you might want to wear a crucifix around the neck. <laughs> Let's hope she doesn't breastfeed. Hmm. Oh! Oh! Okay, I, I know we got a really great show tonight, and uh, we, we've got, uh, uh, we're going to Southern, Southern Florida or whatever we are. We're going to Florida. It's going to be really warm because it really is Thanks. crappy up here. But yeah. before I do that, you know, last week was our Valentine's Day show, right? Absolutely. And I had a question for you, because you, you are a woman, right? Um, the last time I looked. Yep. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you Pretty tell much. me what the big deal is about that Cialis thing where they always have the people sitting in bathtubs watching the sunset? I don't get it. I, I, uh, yeah, I... And they're in separate bathtubs. I don't exactly. get that. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't get it. Please They should be in one... It, if anybody knows, please tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's a Cialis thing. I, you know, shouldn't they just be both naked in one big hot tub, I mean, right? If it, were, if it were me, I mean... That's, that's why he's taking the little pill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. I, I sit there, and, and every single one of them, they always have it at the end of it. And I'm, <laughs> I've, For years, I've been watching that stupid commercial and saying, what the hell? So I know last week was Valentine's Day, and I wanted to put that out there, but uh, I forgot. So maybe they, anyways, maybe they can't afford the big hot tubs, so they have to have I, I two little tubs. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but we uh, we have our guest on the line, so why don't we bring her on? Uh, we are going all the way to Pensacola, Florida, which is in a different time zone. I didn't realize that. I thought it was in our time zone, but it isn't. Hour so, earlier. Without further ado, why don't we bring on Katie Cooper? Katie, you there? Yes, hi. Hi, hi how are you? Good, how are y'all? Very good. We're good. Can you say you, you all again? That that was really... <laughs> hmm? Can you say you all again? Y'all. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, well, you know, right after that bathtub thing, you never can tell. Well, but yeah. anyway, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And you are a uh, tour director, I believe, for... Uh, Pensacola Lighthouse in, I guess, Pensacola, Florida. Yes. I um, I coordinate all of our night tours. Ooh. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And, and how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been working at the Lighthouse for about six months. I just recently started coordinating, probably about a month ago. Really? And, <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, there's, there's lots of rumors that the, the Lighthouse is haunted. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, isn't your tour geared around some of that? Yes. Um, one of our tours that we actually have coming up in March, uh, we have a ghost group from Texas that come down, and they give people the chance to go around with real equipment and hunt ghosts. Nice. Very nice. I've actually been to that lighthouse, but not inside. Oh, okay. We would have to come inside someday. Yeah, I know. There <laughs> are relatives in that area, so... Uh, we had gone to see it, but it was not open to the public at that particular moment that, that we were there. So, but it's beautiful. 
And I believe, were the ghost hunters there as well? Yes. Um, that's our main ghost hunt that we do. Um, we also have our Light of the Moon tour. That uh-huh. one's a little different. You don't go on that one specifically looking for ghosts. The, the best part about that tour to me is you, we allow you to go up the tower at night and see the bay all lit up and you see the beams go across the water. That's the, that's the highlight of that tour, I believe. Right. In the UFOs, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in those either. Uh, yeah, right. The UFOs and the vampires, yeah. 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 I'm just not right. but, but you chased invisible people in the, in the night. No, That's okay. right. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. <laughs> so, um, Katie, uh, if someone wanted to sign up for these tours, uh, if, how often do, are they run and where can they get the information? Um, our Light of the Moon tour run every month, and they're always centered around the full moon. Um, Ghost Seekers, usually their pattern is every other month or so. Um, if you go to either PensacolaLighthouse.org or LighthouseReservations.org, you can get all our schedules. Okay. And do you know anything about some of the experiences that have happened uh, on these tours and at the lighthouse itself, uh, what rumors of uh, of hauntings and so forth? Uh, on our tours, we usually get pretty lucky as far as picking up activity. Okay. Um, on several of our ghost seeker tours, we've had a girl's hair pulled, mm-hmm. someone got scratched. We Recently, we had a guy that was slapped on his neck. Oh, we have pictures of that. I usually get slapped in the face, but that's just really great. <laughs> so what is, I mean, is there a particular legend behind um, the things that happen there? Mm-hmm. Um, our lighthouse was a big part of the Civil War in that there, were battle, there was a battle that broke out around it, and um, they say there was a mass slaughter of Indians near it. Mm. So those spirits tend to... To linger around. Um, as far as people living in the lighthouse, um, one of the lighthouse keeper's daughters, she um, she grew up here, but she married and came back, and she actually gave birth in one of our rooms, mm-hmm. and um, but it caused her to hemorrhage, mm-hmm. which caused her death about four months later. Oh, wow. We so believe she lingers around the house, and they say they've seen her in a white, flowy gown walking across our top part of the catwalk. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, have, um, you, have you experienced anything yourself? I have. I have a lot on my, on my resume. <laughs> you do? I do. Um, one of the lighthouse keepers, Samuel Lawrence, used to smoke pipe tobacco, and um, I've smelt it twice so far in various parts of our house. Um, one was downstairs in our gift shop area, and the other was upstairs in in front of a locked door. So mm. not really sure how that got there, but it goes away after about a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was opening up here one time by myself, and I was on the very bottom level, just opened up the door, and I hear our door upstairs slam. Our doors can't slam shut, but they can just slam and reopen again. And uh, sure enough, I came up here and it was open. It was the only door unlocked. Upstairs. Wow. Wow, that's kind of cool. Now, Ann, you do your cemetery tripping, but I, I was just thinking we ought to do like a lighthouse tripping uh, episode now. 
There you go. Oh, we, we could do that. There's an awful cool? uh, lot of them of, that are haunted. Yeah, spotlight some of these lighthouses, like, for instance, uh, um, Pensacola. Uh, now, you know, with the ghost hunters and all the paranormal activity shows that are on TV, there seems to be more acceptance of uh, ghosts and hauntings. Um, before they came out, did you find it different at that time growing up in that area or wherever area you grew up in? <laughs> so I just assumed it was that area, but I just realized that I didn't know where you grew up. Um, I've been in Pensacola my whole life, um, okay. almost 21 years. Um, I actually didn't get involved with the lighthouse until around June or, June or July of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came out here with some family members, and all it took for me was one time up the tower, and I was hooked on it. <laughs> it has that effect on you. Once you come up the tower, you're pretty much hooked. Right. But, uh, you know, I mean, that's the same thing that happened to me. Is I went on a tour myself, and, and I've been hooked on lighthouses. In fact, I'm on board of directors of the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse, and uh, I've worked on with other lighthouses to help raise uh, money for the different organizations because most people don't know, but the lighthouses are now taken care of by private uh, organizations. Mm-hmm. Isn't that correct? Yes. Our lighthouse is run under the Pensacola Lighthouse Association. Um, we take care of the house and the ground as far as running running it as a as a gift shop and museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Coast Guard come out at about every three months, and they service the light for us. Okay. Now, it, it's a land-based lighthouse and, and not an island, correct? Right. Right. And it, it, you are lucky in, in a way because... Uh, those lighthouses tend to be more uh, accessible to uh, the public, and they're easier to take care of. For instance, at, at Portsmouth, we have one that's on a Coast Guard base, uh, which is easily accessible uh, through our organization. But we also just purchased uh, Whaleback, which is on a tiley rock out in the water, and it's going to create all kinds of logistic problems just to get people out there. But that's our goal, is to get uh, you know, people to come out and, and experience the lighthouse. So, uh, so in a way, you're lucky that they have it on, on the ground. So, I mean, when you when you first went to the lighthouse for the first time, you weren't thinking ghosts or anything. You just was enjoying the day, correct? Right. I'd always heard that this lighthouse was haunted, and I heard all the crazy stories, but I just never thought about it. I mean, when I came here during the day, you don't think too much about ghosts during the day. Right. Right. And, and so when did you make the switch from, you know, wow, this is really beautiful, and, you know, there's more to the the ghost stories. I think there's really something happening here. And, I mean, is that what drew you into doing, coordinating the ghost tours and so forth? Um, Pretty much. I... All I really did in the beginning was, you know, volunteered during the day. Right. And occasionally I would follow on the t- the night tours. But uh, when when you see how different it is between the day and the night as far as how much activity you can get, it's, it's a pretty big difference. Really? Basically, it almost is like having a whole new lighthouse between night and day. 
and it turns into a completely different place. Wow. Now that's um, this particular lighthouse in Pensacola, isn't it? It's like on the other side. There's a military base right there. Is it, mm-hmm. um, We're on NAS Pensacola. Okay, that's what I thought. Because my, my brother actually, well, he's retired military, and I remember we drove through the base on the way to go to the lighthouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, so when, have you heard any, ever heard any stories from the military personnel about the lighthouse in regards to the, the uh, haunting there? Yes. Um, the Coast Guard's given us quite a few stories. Would you um, like to share a few with us? Sure. Um, they like to play tricks on the Coast Guard, actually. <laughs> All the stories about the Coast Guard involve the tower, not so much the house. They, I don't, they don't deal much with the house. But um, there was one night when they were closing up for the night. They went ahead, went up, you know, turned the light on, made sure everything was fine. They had all the shutters open on the tower. I think there's a total of five five shutters with five windows. And they would come all the way down to the bottom floor after shutting all those shutters. They would get in their cars to go home. They would look up, and all the shutters would be open again. Oh. <laughs> so they had to have a lot of fun going back up those stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is. I, I have to ask you, ask you this. How many stairs? It's 177 steps. I know you'd know. <laughs> Anybody associated with a lighthouse always knows the number of stairs. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you have tours both the daytime and nighttime, correct? Well, during the day, it's more of a self-guided tour. Okay. Uh, you just go at your own pace, you know, look through the house, and then climb the tower at your own leisure. Okay. And, and how do you raise money for uh, the uh, organization? Basically, everything we do here in the house, um, the admission during the day, that's, those proceeds go back to us. All the night tours go back to us. Oh, great. As well as we have our gift shop open. Okay. And can you, um, Katie, can you give us that uh, website again for the lighthouse? I just want sure. to put it on our Facebook. Sure. It's uh, PensacolaLighthouse.org. Okay. PensacolaLighthouse.org. Can you spell that? I know how to spell Pensacola. Come on. You are blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's full of jokes, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's all over me, yeah. If anybody has actually a question, uh, they can call in at 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. Or you can join us live in the Tojanet chat room. Or you can go to our new page here. What's it called, Ann? It uh, is on Facebook. We are yes. Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation, and we are up to a whopping 107 members. And we've picked up 10 of them, I think, in the last couple of weeks. So, really? because of uh, we're having, you know, this opportunity to log on now in a different way. So, must be my charm. That's all I can think. It's of. runs. Yeah, that's your charm. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah They're flocking sure. to us. Yep. <laughs> and it, anyways, so um, is. Now your lighthouse is. Are you belong? Do you belong to any other lighthouse associations? For instance, uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse belongs to the American Lighthouse Association, which has about twenty-three uh, chapters. Uh, are you standalone, or are you with other other? Uh, uh, we're under the uh, Florida Lighthouse Association. Okay, Florida Lighthouse, and uh, is Saint Augustine on that as well? I believe they are. Oh, cool! They're actually going to be on the second half of the show. All right. So. Yeah, more ghost stories. 
all right. So That's always a good thing. Have you ever, I mean, have you really ever had anyone who's taken the tour who has really uh, been shaken up from the experience? Oh, yeah. They've really? Been. Well, the one of the girls that um, got her hair pulled, she was quite hysterical. I bet. <laughs> she just, she ran out of the house. She bolted, and everybody was looking for her, and her friends were running after her. She just didn't want to hear it. She was um. ready to go home. <laughs> and she did not want to go back into it? No, she was, mm-mm. I don't oh, think we'll see her again here at all. We wow. have a question from the chat room. We do? We, we do. Um, Mike would like to know is, now, was this, a, this was the lighthouse that Taps was in? Yes. And um, his question is, is that footage of Taps real, the apparition that they saw? I can't believe you're asking that on the ear. Yes. I've seen that. I actually have that episode at home, and that's some pretty impressive stuff they caught. Uh Uh-huh. I know they caught some footsteps. I know they caught actual voices on their recorders. As well. Yeah, EVPs. Mm Mm-hmm. Mike is actually a big EVP guy, so he he knows all about EVPs. So uh, I guess he was just one of the be sure on that. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but I mean, have you uh, yourself? Have you gotten more involved in ghost hunting yourself, or is it just the tours? Or, or do do you? actually uh, like to investigate other places as well, or are you at all curious about it? Oh, yeah. Every time I'm here and I see something new, it definitely makes me more curious. Um, I'll go to other places here in town with friends, and we'll do our own little investigating. It's nothing to the magnitude that we do here, but we try. (laughs) No, I mean, that's That's great. great. So. I mean, uh, there are more. I mean, when I started the Ghost Project, Nuclear Ghost Project, oh, God, over 10 years ago, I guess, if you went on the Internet, you could find, like, maybe uh, two dozen ghost groups, and now you could find two dozen in one city. <laughs> so uh, and, and the, the interest has is, is grown, grown uh, so much in the past few years. So, now, let me ask you this. Um, have you ever seen a full-body apparition? I have not. Oh. Would that you? that seems to be my next step. I'm wanting to see that next. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, if I say that now, and then as soon as I see it, I'll never want to see it ever again. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm still waiting for mine, too, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I pass, I'll come back and haunt your hand. Uh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Katie, um, have you ever been frightened to go there by yourself? I mean, are there times when you will go into the lighthouse yourself? Yes, I'm here alone quite a bit. Okay. Um, right now, as we speak, I'm completely alone. Oh, I'm really? Sitting the, I'm sitting in the lighthouse right now. I'm totally alone. I have one one room with one light on. <laughs> oh. I know, and I'm sitting. I'm sitting right across from our haunted room. <laughs> sitting right across from it. So yeah, but you must be used to it by now. I am. There's right? certain times yeah. that if you stop and actually wait, think about it, you'll freak yourself out. But you just gotta mm-hmm. say, I got a job to do, get it done. Right. Pretty much distracts you from it. So. Right, and I mean Let's... they're reasonably harmless. Mm-hmm. The hair pulling and the scratching and the slapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> So, so Katie, let me ask you this: Do you get, do you have uh, internet at the lighthouse by any chance? Do I have what? Internet. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. 
you do. I just thought of this great idea, and I, I'm fixing my headset here because I yanked it off my head. Oh, it's all twisted up. I don't know. Off. My head shrunk or something. <laughs> like that could happen. <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> so, anyways, Katie, I was thinking of this great thing is we should do a show, and you could actually broadcast from inside the lighthouse via uh, a webcam. Mm-hmm. And we could actually do some experiments with you in the lighthouse. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't think what any of our computers have cams on them. <laughs> oh, we actually, we could probably arrange something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, would you be interested in that? When would you like to do that? <laughs> well, we'd have to arrange it and, and set up a you know a special show to do it. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, definitely. Really? Sure. And uh, actually, if you had other uh, members that you are people that you hang with, um, yeah, we, we that can, yeah, I'm thinking of some neat experiments and stuff we could do. Yeah, they'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I hear the wheels are turning. Yeah, the gears are turning. <laughs> That's why his headset fell out, right? You know, I think my honest God, I think my head shrunk because the gears are knocking head... it off the top. Yeah, it's it's so loose now. I don't understand it. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I know we're just about out of time on this segment. Uh, Katie, we want to thank you for coming on. Anything? Once again, you want to give out your um, your website for us? Yes, it's the PensacolaLighthouse dot org. That's our main website. Okay, and Ian, you want to spell that? P E N S A C O L A dot com Lighthouse. Right. <laughs> lighthouse dot org. Yeah. Dot oh. org. It is now on our Facebook page too, that link. All right. so That's very cool. And uh anything else you want to add, Katie? Oh, I think we got everything. <laughs> really? Mm. So I mean oh we we didn't ask if if people sign up. I mean, how much are the tours and, and do they run specific times or um the times change, especially during the summertime. Okay. Uh, the general cost for Light of the Moon is fifteen dollars for adults, three dollars. Or whoa, sorry, seven dollars for kids twelve and under. Mm-hmm. And uh, for ghost seekers, it's fifteen for everyone. Fifteen a person. Ghost seekers is fifteen for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate ghosts, so I'm going to get the seven dollar rate. Yeah, I'm a child. <laughs> we have senior citizen discounts that we there. I guess so for someone my age, you know, older than yeah. dirt. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Gotta play the older than dirt card now. Okay. Well, Katie, we want to thank you so much for coming on our show. We have to take the break right now. Uh, thank you. Thank no you problem. Thank you, guys. Yep. And good luck, and we'll talk again. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Bye, Katie. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, it's time for our break. So, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. We'll be right back after the following messages on Tokenet. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. 
We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, Craig Deswalt, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt, Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Druggynet.com. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And And we are talking tonight with some infamous lighthouses in Florida. We just finished our segment on Pensacola Lighthouse. And now we will be speaking to Linda from the St. Augustine. Lighthouse. Maybe she knows what the hell the story is about those bathtubs at the Kalis. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to go there. Oh, it is Linda. Hi, Hi Linda. Linda. Hello. You're already. Awesome. Seriously, do you know what the story is on those bathtubs? I cannot. I mean, it's way past me. I can't figure it out. I have no idea where that creative uh, um, person came from with that advertisement. I, I have no clue on that either. Well, it, well, never mind. Maybe they just took too much Cialis and it went to their head. Are <laughs> 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 we talking lighthouses? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, yep. we are on the line with uh, Linda Laundry again. Or some, laundry, laundry again. Laundry again. Yeah. Laundry again. Linda Laundry Oh, my God, I almost had it. That's amazing. I came Laundry, so close. Yeah, he can screw any name up, any anything at all. Well, I did teach okay. him a shortcut, and he obviously forgot it, but uh, um, he was close. <laughs> And you are with the St. Augustine, uh, Florida Lighthouse, right? I'm with St. Augustine Lighthouse. That's correct. Yeah. So what's the difference between St. Augustine or St. Augustine? Um, I honestly don't know, but we do just refer to it as St. Augustine. There you go. Oh, there you go. Anyways, I'm from Massachusetts, in case you didn't know, and we have a little bit of accent. Just a little. Well, it's one I'm very used to because I actually am from Connecticut. So you know, there you go. She probably doesn't say y'all. Oh, I do oh. now. Do now. <laughs> I do now. Can you give us a y'all? We all down here uh, will say oh, y'all. Oh, oh, oh. It's, I think it's actually sneaking its way into the vernacular up here. You know, yeah. uh, uh, it, people say it all the time. I, I was it's such reckon- a warm and friendly uh, way to say it. It yeah. is. I, I was I was reckoning to ask you that question anyways, so whatever that is, but anyway. Uh <laughs> the uh you are so with St. Augustine and, and what is your uh 
your, your duties there at the lighthouse? Uh, which well, is... I'm the museum's um, the museum store uh, manager, Ooh. and I do oversee the um, Dark of the Moon, uh, which is our um, paranormal experience tour that we do on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Tell me more. Tell me more. I like that. Well, we run them every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we call it our Dark of the Moon Paranormal Experience. And basically what we do is we give you a 30- to 40-minute tour from the paranormal perspective of our site, and then we basically let you loose on our site to hopefully have your own encounter. We encourage you. Oh, it's wonderful. (laughs) We definitely encourage you to bring cameras, handheld audio devices, your own EMS meters if you have them. If not, we do have them for you to rent. And then what we do is we work with you, um, teaching you how to ask questions, um, how to be patient and elicit responses. And most people end up having some sort of um, encounter um, when they're with us on site. Wow, nice. You guys got it all covered. We do. We have a very, very active paranormal site. Wow. Yeah, and all the funds go to the, the maintenance of the lighthouse. Is, is that correct or am I wrong? That's that? correct. No, that's correct. We are a nonprofit organization. In fact, we were the first um, group that the federal government turned a lighthouse over to that was not a government entity. And based on our success, um, we kind of paved the way for a lot of other lighthouses. Nice. And, and uh, as I mentioned before, be, uh, I'm a member of uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse, and uh, we also do Ghost Tours ourselves, which I actually uh, started last year. And they always sell out, and it's a good fundraiser for the lighthouse. Oh, it is. Um, Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we run at least one tour a night. We also offer private tours, a 90-minute, three-hour, or a five-hour private tour um, for groups that want to have either bring in their own equipment and their own people and and try to um, see what they're going to have, or they'll work with our tour guides, um, but we can kind of tailor the experience to what they're looking for. Well, that's kind of cool. Now, say say someone had a um, a ghost hunting group, could they rent the lighthouse and as a group, or how do you do that? How do you handle recourses? Most definitely, and that's exactly what our private um, Dark of the Moon program is all about. They basically rent the site, and they get to choose either 90 minutes, three hours, or five hours, um, and they can bring in their equipment. Um, we basically... If you're a paranormal group, we will just kind of, you know, take a back seat, and we will let you um, basically conduct your own investigation. Oh, that is so cool. I mean, that, you know, say what you want about the paranormal. It's least it's another avenue of raising funds for uh, many of these uh, uh, preservation projects, not just lighthouses, but uh, old homes, uh, plantations, uh, any, any historic building in itself has, you know, associated with spirits. So, you know, give the paranormal credit for that anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much interest and there are so many unexplainable things that happen on site um, that it's great to have groups come down and um, help us to try to explain them. So let me ask you this. What kind of things? Well, probably the most um, famous is during the construction of the lighthouse. Hezekiah Pitty, who was the superintendent of construction, um, had to find a way to get the 
building materials from the boats that were bringing them in to the lighthouse grounds. So they, construct, they constructed a rail car system um, to move the, the supplies back and forth. Obviously, that was something that intrigued the children, and Hezekiah Pitti had five children that he brought down with them. And one day in July, the children were playing in the rail car, and it toppled into the ocean, and unfortunately, three girls did pass away. Two were his daughters, and one was a local girl that really nobody's quite sure of her identity. But um, Mary and Eliza have both been seen um, for many, many years playing on the grounds, um, in the windows of the keeper's house, in the front yard. Um, people have, um, including staff, have heard giggling in the tower, um, little girls singing. So um, their, their presence is um, felt quite a bit on site. Wow, that's a tragic story. Actually, you'll... Yes. Actually, you know, that, that that story is actually in my uh, new book, Ghost uh, Day, which is 365 ghost stories from around the world, and uh, your lighthouse is in it. Yes, it's. It, I would say is one of our um, probably most um, popular stories um, that have happened that we've that we um, do tell our guests when they come on site. Uh, we also have had um, light keepers. Um, even in the 50s, that refused to stay in the keeper's house because they kept hearing footsteps in the rooms above them when there was nobody there. So um, the house is a very active site. So, wow. so what, what do you think is probably the, the best evidence you've uh, collected or, or has been collected at the uh, lighthouse? Well, TAPS has probably got some of the best um, evidence. Um, one of the things that they have been able to actually photograph was the shadowy figure at the top of the lighthouse looking down. Um, and we've had a lot of um, staff people and even visitors catch a glimpse of uh, the figure. Um, at the top of the lighthouse, there is a motion sensor light. So if there was any movement at the top, a light would go on. And this is in the inside. Taps was in there. The tower door was closed, so they could not get onto the observation deck. And they, again, they had sealed themselves into the tower. They were the only ones there. And at one point, they're shining their cameras straight up because they've heard something. And there's this figure. Um, you can see kind of um, looks like maybe an arm and then the shape of a head kind of leaning over. And then very slowly it pulls back and disappears. Ah. Uh. Now, did it, did it trip the did it trip the light up there? No, the light the light never went off. So it did not go on. Wow. Um, now, who do they think that this? I mean, is there a tale behind that too? Who they think the footsteps are? Who they think the the shadow figure is? Um, we have had um, a light keeper by the name of William Harn, who did die of tuberculosis. Um, I think it was in the late 1800s, and um, he was one of our first light keepers to wear a uniform. He was also um, at Gettysburg during the Civil War. Um, so it might be him. Um, again, we're not quite sure um, exactly who. Um, we did have um, one of our associates. When we used to have the keeper's house set up as our museum, visitor center, um, and office space, in closing one night, go down into the basement where we have, um, we're one of the very fair, few places that actually has a basement in Florida. 
But there's uh, two rooms that are separated by the cisterns, which collected water for the keeper's families. And in the furthest room over, um, she's locking up. She thinks she sees something, and she calls out to the guest to let them know that, you know, we're closing and it's it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get a response and nobody comes, so she walks past the cisterns into that small room, and there's the shape of a individual. Um, He looks like he's wearing maybe a navy pea coat or a uniform, wasn't quite sure, that's just kind of standing there looking at her and then eventually just fades into the uh, brickwork. Again, it could be William Harn. We really have have no ghost DNA to uh, apply. (laughs) DNA. (laughs) That's what we need. You know, Linda, I think you've hit on something. Ghost DNA. (laughs) Oh, if I could come up with a device to record it, I could retire. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what? I was actually slimed once, so I wonder if you could do that. If you were... True story. I, I really was slimed. Really? Not in the sense of the... You never heard that one again? I don't think so. Oh, of course, if you read my book, Ghost Chronicles, you would have known that. I'm working uh, on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's before my time. Come on. Yeah, actually, uh, we were supposed to do an investigation uh, at an island, and at the last minute, the uh, plug got pulled on that. So we had loaded our cameras up with uh, infrared film, and infrared film was very temperature sensitive. So I had to, you know, we had to shoot shoot them basically, or we we would lose it. So uh, I was working with Brian the Monk, then, who was a Francisco Monk, but also a great spirit photographer. He says, well, let's go to Old Hill Cemetery in Newburyport. He says, uh, I've always got great pictures here. There are open graves and everything else. And uh, I said, okay. So we went, get, we went there, and uh, there was an open grave. You could actually see the skull and everything where the rodents had dug into the coffin and stuff. And, uh, and I was ready to take a picture there. And then all of a sudden, on my arm, from my wrist to my elbow, there was this black, thick, oozy gook. That burned, and there was nothing above me and nothing below me, and it was like nothing on the ground, just on my arm. That was it. Oh my and, goodness! Yeah, and That's so uh, Brian just stood there and laughed. He said, "Hey, you get slime, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find it funny though because. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And you didn't save any in a test tube? Oh, my God. Do I have to hear that one more time? The, <laughs> What's wrong with was, you? The thing was, uh, it, it burned. What can I tell you? It was gooky. Oh, and if anybody knows, anybody knows me, I don't like gook. I mean, I hate <laughs> taking the trash out because it's gooky. Uh, um, uh, well, that was the sacrifice for your profession there you should have made. I should have. Right. I should have. And actually, in doing our TV show, uh, we had uh, interviewed other people, and I know three other instances where uh, we had reports of uh, the same black, thick, oozy goop that, that appeared during paranormal activity. So, wow. what it is, I have no clue, but my, the late, that's long gone. Someday in my life, I will, I will get slimed again, and then I'll go, woohoo! <laughs> And you'll save some. And you'll save some. I will save gallons of it. (laughs) To analyze the ghost DNA. For goodness sakes, Ron. Don't you remember when Ghostbusters and uh, when uh, (laughs) Bill Murray gets slimed? Well, yeah. And DNA comes That was good. And it gives him a thing. I mean, it looks like snots and stuff. I mean, yeah. it, it, <laughs> he's scraping it, it, it off of it. Gives a slide and says, here, collect some, you know, take a sample. That (laughs) I remember, (laughs) yeah. Linda, can I get the, uh, what is the website for the St. Augustine Lighthouse? 
It's www.staugustinelighthouse.org. Uh, so no dot after the S, it's just St. No dot, just S-T-A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E. Okay. All right, dot org. All right, now that's posted. Wonderful, on thank you. our Facebook uh, page, so everybody can go see that link. Okay, and we actually have a question in the in the chat room that Ann missed. Oh, Certainly. I'm sorry. I was busy on the Facebook page. You're supposed to be monitoring the chat room. Oh, am I? Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ap- Mike asks, uh, apparitions are very rare. How the hell do you get them repeatedly in film? And I think he's talking about... Uh, um, uh, Brian Monk, when I, when I said that, repeated that. Uh, I believe that uh, you can if you have the talent. Uh, I think my, Brian is um, he's mediumistic, so he knows where to shoot and when to shoot. I, that's all I can tell you. Uh, I, he's, I've gone with him many times. He always gets something on it, not you know, not necessarily full-body apparitions, but he's got like heads coming out of the ground and, and this uh-huh. and that. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've gone. That's all I can say. I, I think that really has something to do with it. Plus, infrared photography, which is not done very much nowadays. It's all digital. Uh, I think also helps as well. So. There you go. That's the answer to that question. If anybody does have a question, they can certainly ask us in the TojiNet chat room or on our uh, whatever page we have there, whatever it's called. Uh, Facebook. Facebook, right. <laughs> or they can call it, Call us at uh, 877-864-4869. That's right. As well. Excellent. So, I mean, Linda, have you had any experiences yourself? I've had a couple of um Simple little things happened to me at the lighthouse. I've been a volunteer there for over two years before I started working there. And uh, just recently, a couple Sundays ago, um, I had been in. um, I was checking numbers um, from the previous day sales, and uh, one of the other gals uh, was in the back room, and we were talking. And unfortunately, we were talking about little pet peeves that our husbands um, do. And I'm sitting at... Yes, they do. (laughs) And I'm sitting at the desk, and I felt this gentle slap on my arm, enough to make me jump, and enough for her to look at me and say, what's wrong? And um, we both decided that um, we have wonderful husbands and we'll never say anything (laughs) about any... (laughs) Uh, Wow, you you just got reprimanded. (laughs) Yeah, I did. But everything that happens at the St. Augustine Lighthouse is very playful. It's usually simple things like um, you're hearing somebody humming or singing, um, the little girls laughing. Uh, We've had a couple of guests say they thought they heard marbles being dropped down the steps um, when there was nobody there. Um, Sometimes people, you know, get the typical things like the little tug on the hair or if you wear your baseball cap backwards, sometimes the, uh, you get hit kind of in the back, um, you know, at the really? back rim. Yeah, simple things like that. But everything is um, always very, very playful. That's has, good. Has anyone ever been scared from there? I mean, some of your guests? We have had um, um, quite a few people. Um, one was a um, very large, muscle-bound um, gentleman who really wasn't a believer. Um, and this actually wasn't uh, 
um, during our night tour. This was during the day. He and his um, girlfriend had come on site. She was a believer and he wasn't. And we have these handheld audio units that people can punch in a number and listen and get more information. And they each had one. And I was telling them about you know, some of the things that happened on site, she was all thrilled with it. And I did mention to him that the last room over in the basement is a very active room, and there's a chair there that people like to sit in. And sometimes people have said it it felt like somebody was sitting in their lap or stroking their hair. So they decided they were going to go into that room. They came back later, and she had to tell me that he left the house very quickly, refused to go back into the house, because as he sat down in the chair, he had the audio unit just hanging around his neck, and it started playing one of the stations um, without anybody touching the unit. Oh. When he got freaked with that and got up, and she sat down, and then hers started playing a totally different one without her touching the unit, and he left the house very, very quickly. She couldn't get him back in to, to have him see the other exhibits. And this was, in the, this was in the middle of the day. So, um, you know, activity happens all the time. It's not just at night. Right. Right, and uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron, and our very special guest guest is Linda Oh God, Lundigan, Lundigan, very good, Lundigan of Saint Augustine's Lighthouse. And uh, if you have any questions, you certainly can call in at eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine, or join us in the Tojinet chat room or on our Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. So right. there you go. So somebody actually in the chat room it says that muscle bound does not equal brave. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> no, it does not. I pick things up and put them down. Did you ever see that commercial? Never mind. <laughs> yes. Moving right along. <laughs> He's trying to get a job in a health club. <laughs> I watch too many TV, I guess. Apparently. <laughs> Evidently. So know. anyways, um, these these tours that you I mean if you had a a ghost hunting group for instance that was interested in investigating uh, would could that be arranged by the way Oh most definitely And, and who would they contact um, They can contact um, myself or Matt Armstrong He is one of our site uh, supervisor who also handles um, site rentals and he'd be more than happy to um, you know talk to them arrange the date and and uh, reserve the time that they wanted. And again, they get to choose between 90 uh, minutes, three hours, and five hours. And a lot of the times, our private ones, we hold later in the day because our normal Dark of the Moon tours this time of year are 7.30 to 9.30. If we have enough, we will run a 9.30 to 11.30, and then we can do our private ones after that. So your um, private ones are are running much later in the evening. Oh, that's excellent. Um, yeah. And then um, we also, for somebody who is not, is maybe a little nervous about doing the paranormal tour, we also do have a sunset moonrise tour that we do once a month um, on the full moon, and you get to climb to the top, have champagne and hors d'oeuvres, oh. and have a very romantic evening up there without bathtubs. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm thinking maybe you should put some up there. I mean, if they're that damn popular, for God's sakes, we ought to have those metal claw leg bathtubs everywhere. And we'll, we'll let you carry it up the 219 yeah. steps to the top. There, there go. we go, 219, 219. Which, which, by the way, is more than uh, Pensacola, just to throw yeah. that out there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so your lighthouse is bigger than theirs, just to let you know. All right. Well, we have more steps, but our steps are closer together than Pensacola's. Um, oh. I climbed Pensacola in the fall, and they have a much steeper rise, which is why they have fewer steps than us. Our steps uh-huh. are only about a six-inch rise, so it's a very comfortable climb. And we have eight landings along the way with um, um, some exhibits, so you can actually stop and rest and and uh, learn a little bit more about the site before you begin climbing the next wow. to the next landing and then all the way to the top. Wow, that's pretty cool. Eight landings, that's pretty good. One of the most uh, interesting investigations we did at Wood Island Lighthouse on up in Bitterford Pool, Maine, and when we did our investigation, of course, it was you know total darkness, and their their steps were those. Uh, not concrete, what do you call them, granite blocks, basically. They're probably eight by eight or whatever. They're really small, and there was no railing at all. Uh, that was that was a little oh interesting. Uh, yeah. I could. Well, ours have, we have railings on both sides, and um, they're wrought iron steps, but um, it's still at night for our Dark of the Moon tours. We have all the power off on the site, so we don't, won't affect any EMF meters. Um, and it's kind of um, um, creepy. Climbing mm-hmm. a lighthouse in the dark? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. the, the light doesn't go out, though. You don't shut the light off, right? Oh, no, no. We are still a very um, – we're an active um, active lighthouse. So, no, oh, the, the top light is light. on. It's just the inside lights. Right. The navigation oh, – oh, I have to tell you a funny story. We – at Portsmouth Lighthouse, um, we do these things, a ghost hunting, where uh, we have groups come in, they pay, and uh, uh, they investigate. So they were in the tower, and uh, – uh, I was outside. We kind of locked them in, and and my son was outside too. He, he works with me, and he gave me a call on the radio. He says, uh, "You know, the lights are out." And I says, "Yeah, shh, they're doing EVPs." He says, "No, the lights out." And I looked up, and actually, the lighthouse was out. <laughs> so we, we ran in there. This is, and by the way, this is on an active Coast Guard base. <laughs> and so oh my God. We ran, ran in there, threw open the things, it had shut the main breaker off. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Oh, yeah. I, I think that who was that? Oh, that was Mike Baker from uh, 14 Degrees. That was funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, what? I says, yeah, you just shut the light up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're not going to believe us, but we've run out of time. Uh, well, I thank you very much for having me on. Linda, we would definitely have you on again. Uh, and, uh, you know, do, do you guys have uh, Internet access in, on the Lighthouse? Of course we do. Okay. Well, it's possible. We're thinking about doing a special show where we're going to do a video cast. And would you be interested in taking part in that? I don't see why I couldn't. Um, we would, I'll we definitely would check with um, you know with everyone at the lighthouse um, to make sure that it's something that we can do, and you know how we would get it set up. But sure. Okay, I will. I will be in touch with you about that. All right, and think about getting a group together and coming down for uh, a private dark of the moon. There you go. Set up your own investigation. All right, we are talking to Linda from uh, Saint. Oh, we have been talking to Linda from Saint Gust, Gust, Saint Augustine, Saint, Saint Augustine. whatever, whatever Saint Lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. 
You're quite welcome. Have a great night. Yeah, Thanks, you too. Linda. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was cool. And and yes. uh, we can't do cemetery tripping. I noticed that. You know why? It's because you talk too much. I can't I tell you that. I know. I'm, I'm way too chatty. I, uh, that's what it is. But I do have a special announcement to make. Uh, we, are, we are having, of course, our lighthouse uh, thing uh, this Saturday, the swim for the light where Gary's swimming to the lighthouses. And uh, the, the event itself is sold out. Red and I are going, right, Red? Yay, Red. And um, But you can still buy T-shirts and uh Contribute if you'd like. You just go to the website. And also, I, I do want to mention that Essex County Ghost Project is doing a benefit investigation at the Tenney Great Gatehouse in uh, Great Court Castle on March 5th at 7 p.m. to midnight. And it's just like 10 bucks per person, $25 for a family of four. And the oh. money goes to the EPIC program for uh, Greater Lawrence Educational Collaborative. And if you're interested, you can call Tom Spitaletti uh, 8 978-376-2809, or you can go on to Facebook and Essex County Ghost Project, so whatever. And anything else you want to add? Uh, we also have a link for that swim on the Facebook page. If uh, you scroll down, uh, we do have it in our links. There you go. You can see that also. So I guess that's another showdown or two. Who we have on next week, Ann? Oh, next week we have Tim Weisberg. From, from Spooky, Spooky South Coast? Yes. Woohoo! Yippee! So, so, until then, we want to say good night and God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long as